this episode of the Quality Goods Podcast, we sat down with VP of Events from Mascot Sports, Tim Cole. Tim has been working hard alongside CEO Ryan Dawkins to bring some of the most competitive, entertaining, and fun events to the East Bay. Through their many partnerships and Oakland Runco brand, they are creating memorable experiences and putting Oakland on the map as a premier running destination. We talked about their humble beginnings and the successes that have propelled them into the running spotlight. Tim told us about his discovery of running for sport and how he combined his passion for it with his talents for rallying people together. Bringing people together through healthy activity is their mission at Oakland Run Co. And the growth of their events is evidence that the momentum is picking up. So lace up your favorite runners and let's see what's good. Quality, 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 quality goods. Quality, 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 quality goods. What is going on, good people? You are tuned in to the Quality Goods Podcast. And tonight, we are kicking it in Jack Lennon Square, beautiful city of Oakland, because we have my old friend and the VP of events at Mascot Sports. And we have Mr. Tim Cole here. Thanks for having us, man. Hey, thank you, Chris. Thanks, thank you, thank for you. having me. So I know that Mascot Sports represents athletes and the community of Oakland, but maybe you can say a little bit more about what Mascot Sports does in a, in a little bit further detail. Yeah, for sure. So Mascot Sports, I would say, is all about the running experience. Um, we have had some past work representing athletes, but we're really finding our, our niche here in Oakland by putting on amazing events. Um, everything from the 5K on Thanksgiving, the Oakland Turkey Trot, to half marathons, the Oaktown half we have in the summer. We staged the first half marathon to go across the Bay Bridge this past May, the Bay Bridge half, which was pretty sweet. And then we've done some work uh, outside of the Oakland community, Livermore, uh, the Livermore half marathon. And we also have one in SoCal, the Irvine half marathon. Mm. So I think primarily we're about the running experience and events uh, and doing that here locally in Oakland, um, and then sending that message out to surrounding communities as well. That's really cool, man. I've really noticed a huge influx in running communities in the past, maybe even five years. Um, it's really cool to see the portfolio of events uh, expanding. And uh, why don't you tell us a little more about, about the uh, t- upcoming turkey trot that you got going on? Yeah, absolutely. So that's how Mascot Sports was founded. So back in 2017, my boss, Ryan Dawkins, started Mascot Sports, and he thought, what better way to break into the running scene here in Oakland is by having a turkey trot on Thanksgiving Day. Mm. If you guys don't know, Thanksgiving Day is the biggest day for running participants across the nation. So it's a lot of folks that maybe don't do events the rest of the year, they want to feel a little less guilt-free when they, <laughs> they hit the table. Those calories. Exactly, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Maybe they're trying to work off the hangover from the night <laughs> Could before. Be. Yeah. A lot of reasons yeah, to run. All of the above. Yeah, get your day started real nice that day. Totally. So, so that was a really good way to kind of break into the running scene here. Um, and 
you know, that's a really cool part of our company too, because it really benefits a great cause. It's a nonprofit sector of our company. So through partnering with a lot of different groups, we're basically helping enhance youth programs. Uh, one, keeping kids active, running for a better Oakland. Uh, we support them in their efforts to get young people on the run and have them healthy and safe. We also help uh, donate to the Oakland Education Fund, specifically the A to Z Fund that helps finance extracurricular sort of programs. Oftentimes, schools are cutting music and sports and things like that that maybe are fringe things but they're Mm -hmm. really i think we can all agree really enhance the learning experience super beneficial yeah totally so to be able to give back to that and also the oakland or excuse me the alameda county community food bank we raise Mm -hmm. a lot of money for them to help people eat on thanksgiving but more importantly eat throughout the year so those are all some really cool local groups that the turkey trot benefits and it's just a great feel-good day. Yeah. You have, again, a lot of people that maybe don't participate mm-hmm. um, throughout the year, but they bust out for this. They're wearing turkeys on their heads. <laughs> yeah. uh, they're bringing the <laughs> whole family, fledged, yeah. everyone from grandma <laughs> to, to little kids. Yeah. So it doesn't matter what table you sit at. You're, you're all on the running the same course with us around Lake Merritt on Thanksgiving morning. Awesome. It's really cool that the company was founded on such a wholesome or around such a wholesome event. You know, not only does it bridge gaps in the community and provide for uh, the undernourished, but you're bringing families together to be active and do something fun before uh, getting into a little indulgence later that evening. Yeah, that day's always been about gathering, and now you bring multiple families together at the same yeah at the same event. So that's awesome. So, what are the some of the big partnerships that you forged uh, in the short time that you guys have been here in Oakland? Yeah, so I think our focus is first and foremost locally based organizations and organizations that really value some of the things that we do in terms of celebrating Oakland. Um, and some examples of that, we do a lot of work with the A's, which has been really great. They're an outstanding partner to have. They're going to be at our event. They'll have their inflatable batter's box out there. So if you need something more than just the run, (laughs) um, they're very active and, and we help bring them hopefully some, um, goodwill towards the team, um, brings people into the ballpark, which is great. And the future Mm -hmm. ballpark, which is going to be right down the street from here. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I can't wait for that. Um, to keep that dream alive and so it's been great to have them at some of our events stompers often at uh, a lot of our kids (laughs) events in fact uh, if you don't do the full 5k distance for the oakland turkey trot uh, if you're a little littler uh, you can sign up for the stomper stomp and so stomper Mm. will be there to cheer you to the finish line uh, this thanksgiving there too so that's a great organization we work with kaiser permanente they're right here in Oakland. I think they're one of Oakland's largest employers mm. and they want to obviously promote healthy living. So, um, you know, and be very proactive in healthy living. And that starts with getting out there and walking or running. So they're a great per- partner to have. Um, and then we've extended ourselves in terms of working with some of those nonprofit partners. Some of those nonprofit partners include running for a better Oakland, like we talked about, the Alameda County Community Food Bank. Also another one that's really cool, I forgot to mention, is Dragon School. Dragon Mm -hmm. School is an art program for young people that basically takes folks and gets artists to mentor them uh, so that they can create some really cool pieces. And so 
our start line and our finish line, the entire banner is gonna be created by the Dragon wow. School. Um, our mile markers on the course are gonna be painted by Dragon yes. School students. You can see some of them in our office right here. Uh, and then we'll have a photo backdrop created by them. So um, it's, you know, even if you're not running, there's some really cool ways to get involved mm -hmm. in the event. Yeah, that's really cool. You know, you can take something as simple as just running and make it uh, participatory for everyone. Like even yeah. those who may not be able to run, like uh, <laughs> like myself here. Like, yeah. Now I, I don't know if you've been tuning into some other episodes, but I've been dealing with a long lingering calf injury. Oh uh, no. Yeah, actually was training for an Oakland half marathon earlier yeah. this year. Yeah. And I was crushing runs and then one day I was coming back from brunch and I just stepped on I hit a stair wrong and just oh, like hyper yeah, hyperflex my calf and just ever since it's been just lingering like I, I got I nursed it away and then I, I started running again and it, it came back and it was just, it's just nagging. Yes. It's it's terrible. Have you invested in a foam roller yet? I do have a foam roller, but I'm hesitant to do that on that part of my leg because even my doctor was like, don't massage it huh. and because it's like a strain. So and I, th I have a Theragun as well. So and I, I think I've done that before or maybe even had someone else work on it. But she's yeah. like, no, don't don't do that. Yeah. Mm. Well, now you officially are a runner because you're not a runner until you get hurt. That's <laughs> just go. like that's like go. one of the things that just happens. <laughs> Um, but I don't know, based on my experience running one, obviously there's those sort of, um, reactive measures that you can do to try to nurse it back. But I always think about, all right, this thing got hurt because it was, it was weaker than what I wanted to put it through. Mm -hmm. So how do I strengthen that muscle mm -hmm. individually so that I can like yeah. put it through more work? Uh, so I don't know whether that means doing calf raises while you brush <laughs> yeah. your teeth or what. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I think calf raises are one of the like suggested yeah. exercises for that kind of injury. So mm -hmm. you guys need to be a little bit more active about that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, so since we're talking about training, I know that you train for Ironman competitions, right? I or, do, I've or, done one yeah, half Ironman. Okay. I hate swimming, um, <laughs> but uh, Ryan, my boss, actually wanted to do one for his 40th birthday and um. said, will you train with me? And I reluctantly said yes, but it was a really good experience. Cosmo, Mexico. Um, mm. Swimming sucked, but I, I put myself through some hard work to get ready for it so that the race day experience is a lot more fun, but been focusing primarily on running these yeah, days. I'm not much of a swimmer myself, yeah. so triathlon ironman that's it's a bit of a reach for me yeah it's, it's a, a lot of thing. time doing one of those three things mm. so. yeah <laughs> that's a commitment to do any one of those things you know for a long time let alone having to mix it all in there for sure um so when when did uh, like running started peaking interest like pretty young or yeah i I'd say always my time where I really experienced running was that I broke my wrist playing baseball mm. and I realized <laughs> that I couldn't play baseball. Uh, so I was playing um, juniors and just at practice playing center field. They hit one my way and I think I can catch it. I lay out and I land on my wrist Ooh. and I break it. Mm. And at that time in our high school, if you wanted to get out of PE, you had to <laughs> participate in, in the school sports, right? Mm -hmm. They called it athletic okay. PE. And doing PE wasn't cool. Like you didn't want to do PE. Yeah, you got to change <laughs> out of your clothes, yeah. you right, change right. into some mm, PE digs. Yeah. yeah, just walk around the track for, uh, for yeah, an hour for an or hour. something. 
Um, but anyway, uh, so I was planning to try to play baseball for the high school. That didn't work out. And the only sport I really could do was track. I could walk on because I had a soft cast. Mm. And so I remember that first day, it was a two, mi- two miles, two mile time trial though. Mm. And our coach at Castro Valley High School, Mr. Brewer, one, he was pretty ticked off because I think I missed the first two weeks. Mm. And he was really ticked off because he thought like the track was sort of a, an afterthought to the, the ball sports. Uh, gotcha. um, and yeah. so, it's not a real sport. So he gave me no sympathy. I did that two miles, but barely. And I remember walking down the stairs to try to go to school the next day and I could barely walk oh, down man. the stairs. Like, And More now I look at it now, been. two miles is a walk <laughs> in the Yeah, park. that's just oh, your yeah. warm, yeah. So I think like even if you're not, if you're not a runner now, like who knows, you start going one block and that turns into one mile oh, and then true. you're crazy enough to do a marathon mm-hmm. yeah you still find the ways to test yourself the way uh, you know ball sports like you're talking about you know yeah. you still find ways to yeah track your stats and all that so yeah and so i started running in high school and probably found that was my best sport of mm-hmm. everything um and that kind of continued into college um my mom ran a marathon when she turned 40 so that was okay. like right around when i was in middle school and uh, she did it for the Leukemia and Lymphoma Society, mm. raised a ton of money for a, a really great cause that was close to our family. And so when I was in college, I th- that really inspired me to take on the marathon, going to the University of Oregon. It's a very big oh, running yeah. culture 100%. <laughs> um, up there. And yeah. so I started running the marathon, and from there I was pretty hooked. Yeah, that's the, the cool thing about running is you don't realize how much you get out of it until you start just – really getting into it like i never was a huge runner but then once i started doing it and then i started crushing 5ks like on the daily basis i just i kind of became addicted to the, the way it was making me feel and then just like, runner's the, high yeah and i got <laughs> yeah it was legit runner's high and i felt my endurance increasing and it, yeah it was nice until that one fateful yeah. brunch <laughs> you get back <laughs> what uh exactly. what was what was your what was that ignition point that you were like, you know what, I'm gonna go for a run today? You know, it was actually uh, one of our old friends, Mac Christofferson. He was the one who provoked me to start training to enter that half marathon. Mm. And once I started training for it, I just found myself getting better and better. And even back in the day, I was always pretty fast. I was always a good runner. Speedy beady. Yeah, that's me, that's me. So, but I, I never used to run for distance. I was more of like a sprinter type of thing. But I, I had the endurance and the athletic ability, but I think uh, nowadays, now that we have these like streaming devices and I can just pop in my headphones and just go, it really helped me uh, get more interested in running. And uh, I think that's where a lot of people struggle is, you know, because that's all you're doing is running. There's no score, that, you know. So how do you uh, find more excitement in running? Yeah, um, some people think this is crazy, but I never run with music. Um, just because I kind of like zero stimuli, like we or zero electronic stimuli. I think we're mm. always, depending on your line of work, you often have a screen in front of you at all times. You have some sort of media in front of you of all times, and running is that really cool opportunity for me to just escape from all that and give me one hour a day where I just tune out all that 
and it's amazing. And I don't usually run on a treadmill, so I'm I'm outside yeah, yeah, and yeah. kind of using the <clears throat> observations of a you know, beautiful of the streets, landscape man. or yeah. weird people or <laughs> yeah, anything just, yeah. as like just kind of cool thought provoking stuff. And I think it makes you super more observant and aware sure. as a person yeah. because well, one, you have to be to be yeah. safe, but mm-hmm. two, you just notice a lot more when you yeah. block out all those other distractions. Um, and I think, you know, when you're running long, you try to break up that run into little segments mm-hmm. so that you don't get exhausted or bored. Like if I'm running around Lake Merritt, I want to hit the pergola on the north end. And once I get there, I'll go to the Cleveland Cascade on the east end and then I'll get to the amphitheater mm-hmm. on the south end and just sort of slicing that pizza up into yeah. slices instead of trying to, to go at it one full bore um, helps keep me entertained. Yeah, that's another thing I like about running is that it is an outdoor activity by and large. And I found myself craving being outside more and more as I kept training. And I there would be times where I would go to the gym and I would maybe warm up on the bike and you'd be like and I'd be like, you know what? It's really nice outside and I I just want to go for a run outside and luckily I have San Leandro Marina really close Beautiful. by. Yeah, a nice little mile loop and yeah, when the, when it's beautiful outside, it's right on the bay. And it's like, how can I resist? Yeah. And I think, too, like we've talked about in previous episodes, like you just can pay attention to details differently. Yeah. You know, you drive down these streets all the time, but when you're looking at a different perspective for different speed, you just pick up on different things. And yeah, and I, it's actually true. I try not to walk too much, even just walking around with headphones in, just because I like to absorb what's going on around me, too. So, yeah, I mean, we're always talking about the Bay Area. Uh-huh some of the reasons that it's a limiter it's too expensive here it's too busy all these things well one of the reasons it's so expensive is because everyone wants to live here it's great weather <laughs> yeah. it's great Dude, like outdoors yeah. there's parks all this sort of stuff that um sometimes it, it baffles me why people don't get out enough um mm-hmm. around here and yeah using the run as an excuse to do that we got great weather a lot of the year mm-hmm. that allows oh, yeah. us to go outside um but even yeah. when it's raining or it's cold it's pretty cool sometimes and empowering that you're out there and you're the only one running out there yeah Yeah, and it's not too cold to prevent you from going out there like it's still tolerable there's places in the midwest and stuff where there's yeah no way i mean we even talked about that walking in um you know to the office here was just like seeing the area around like man this could be buzzing out there at the weekend but really oakland doesn't do too much during the weekends you know um in, in multiple areas like you know and it's like yeah let's see what we could do you know like the restaurants are there but i think opportunity for a lot of other little spots out here too so lake Merritt's thriving i feel yeah. like every oh, single yeah. day of the week yeah yeah lake Merritt is a pop and run spot out here mm-hmm. any day of the week there's a multitude any time too there's yeah. a multitude of runners i actually ran into joe uh, running around the lake one one day joe salazar will be our finish line announcer for the turkey trot so nice. get ready for him to Shout announce out. your name and where you're from when you're crossing that finish line on grand avenue dope yeah, and you guys can check out his podcast right now. It's called the Ball Out Podcast, and uh, it's a sports podcast. They talk about the current events in sports. But, uh, yeah, he'll be the, the finish line announcer at the upcoming Turkey Trot, folks. So you got the Turkey Trot, you got a bunch of events, but you also have Oakland Run Co. Can you tell us about that? Yeah, so... You know, this past year was a really exciting one for Mascot. Sure, we started with the Oakland Turkey Trot back in 2017. 
um, and then slowly but surely added to our portfolio of events here in Oakland, the Oaktown Half and 5K we started in 2018. Um, that was sort of a reboot from the town's half marathon mm-hmm. that uh, we produced at a previous company, Project Sport. So coming into last May, we started the Bay Bridge Half Marathon. And so at that point, we had sort of a full year, if you will, of Oakland running activities. And anyone with a pulse on social media knows that you want to have content constantly. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Don't and we leading, know it? Yeah, leading up to the event is a great time to do that. And shortly after the event, there's a lot of stuff. But then there's that kind of middle part mm-hmm. where maybe You're it's not that events. top of mind. Mm-hmm. And so we're like, and this is you know, Ryan's genius idea, is hey, how about we create sort of an umbrella brand? And luckily, the Oakland Running Company did not exist. And mm-hmm. so we sort of jumped on that. And it's been really cool because it's gained a lot more presence. We're putting gear out now. Yeah. That helps. Uh, and Definitely. we're having something to talk about all the time because depending on what time of year, it's Bay Bridge half season. It's Oaktown half and 5K season. It's Oakland turkey trot season. Um, and uh, and it's really cool. Sometimes we get mistaken for uh, like a shoe uh, store or something <laughs> yeah. like that. Yeah. Who knows what will happen with the Oakland Running Company, but for right now, it's kind of a cool place that everyone can go to, not only for our events, but we wanted to make it a space where you can go on there and you're new to Oakland, you wanna train. Mm. Uh, well, here's a lot of, great local groups like November Project Oakland, like the East Bay Beer Runners, like the Oakland yeah. Track Club. Nice. Um, so it kind of gives you, media. exactly. Mm-hmm. So it's a it's a good spot for us and uh, we actually just revamped the website. So if people want to check it out, it's oakrunco.com. Yeah, it's a cool way to generate buzz in between events and keep the community together and train mm-hmm. together too. Mm-hmm. So what's the uh, criteria? What if somebody wants to join the Oakland Run Co? How can they get involved? Well, I think, uh, I don't know if there's an official membership per se, but Mm. I think it helps if you follow us. Um, So go ahead and go to oakrunco.com, follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and you're gonna be kind of in the loop there. We also have a Strava club, which is pretty cool. Strava is one of those sites that helps you, um, one, see what routes to run, Mm. um, become social with other runners, track your runs. So if you have a particular goal, like you're training for Mm. the Bay Bridge half coming up, you can kind of keep yourself accountable that way via GPS. Um, So that we have a Strava club um, that you can join too. Uh, Then if you want to take it to the next level, we have the Oak Runco crew, which is basically our ambassadors. Um, And we just wanted to find people that were as excited about running and this community as we are. So there's an opportunity through our website to apply to be part of that Oak Run Co. crew. And um, it's a pretty fun group. You get set up with some gear, which is great, a discount code for all of our events. We'll have club social events. We actually uh, had a kickoff party at Nito's Backyard, which is a cool mm-hmm. local oh, restaurant yeah. here Dope. that just opened. been seeing that. Yeah, nice. I need to go check that spot out. Yeah, it's very runner friendly because it's outdoors. So if Perfect. you're coming post run, you know, oh, you don't worry about yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, don't worry. Yeah. Dripping sweat, <laughs> air out a little bit. Yeah. Nice. If you're calorie conscious, I hear margaritas like a there more, you, go. you know, uh, <laughs> they got conscious you set up. choice for a drink. <laughs> nice. 
So we touched on a lot of uh, technology and stuff in the run. You know, we got Strava now. We, well, and you talked about not utilizing technology as well, not running with earbuds. But how do you feel about the balance between like the new uh, athletic technology and science versus just tradition? Yeah, um, it's an ever-evolving space, and you know it's really important when a company like Google acquires a Fitbit. Um, mm. So people are really interested in that wearable fitness phase, and oftentimes people are running with their phone for whatever reason. And you know what? I think it's as long as you're moving and getting out there, that's great. And if yeah. you need tunes to help thrive mm. that and, and motivate you, wear your headphones. Yeah, if you, you need moving. to have an Apple watch that's telling you all the texts that you're missing, <laughs> do it. Yeah. Uh, you know, as long as you're moving. And yeah. I think it's a really great resource, I think, but it's also cool to not fall into habit and try, you know, if you're a music person, go for a run without music, see how it is. I, I it's been forever, but go for a run without a GPS watch and, mm. and just not be focused about how fast you're running. Sometimes yeah. people or are how far, you, yeah, yeah, just yeah, keep going. super go. focused mm. on that stuff and, and just switch it up. It's another way to make what we think is like a mundane activity. All of a sudden you created all this variety um, in terms of doing, switching it up, trying different routes, um, going watch, no watch, music, no music, uh, inside versus outside. Mm. Um, I think whatever is sort of the gateway drug to get you to try moving and, and anything like that is is really healthy and to embrace it because there's so many cool ways to aid fitness out there. Yeah. So how do you feel about urban runs versus like trail runs do you, mm. have, do you have a preference there yeah i used to be very driven as a city guy to just run in the streets and i think i was like way more focused about how fast i was running hmm. trail running is slow but mm. trail running is really awesome too and you get lost out there and particularly where we live there's so much cool stuff in our backyard yeah. that we can go to to switch up your run um, you know, whether you're going to the North Bay, that's a really popular area, Marin for all the trail run. Mm -hmm. If you want to keep it local, just here in Oakland, you have, you know, Joaquin Miller Park, Redwood Regional Forest, which yeah. is great. Um, I grew up running around Lake Chabot and yeah, Castro Valley. Still, I still do run around Lake Chabot. Like I, we actually live near the backside of it. Yeah. So mm. I can run from my front door to the dam and back and it's a five mile, uh, it's a five mile loop. Yeah, one of my favorite runs. And also with our dog, Apache, we can take him out on the trail run um, without the leash. And he tends to go a lot faster and farther <laughs> without a leash than yeah. it is pulling him through a city on a leash. So it's like, wait for me. Yeah. yeah. So it's a, good, <laughs> it's a good switch up. Um, I think it's fun to keep it out there. And also, if people are more sensitive to you know their their knees or mm. joints or things like that the trails are going to be softer and that might be a nice opportunity if you're kind of anti-running because it's harder on your body maybe try to hit the trails and mm. you might be a little more forgiving yeah did you used to run any of those trails back in the neighborhood back in the day yeah um yeah. i mean part of our workouts were doing sakamoto which was this famous hill uh within seven hills area oh, of okay. castro valley 
Um, you know, Lake Chabot is hilly and, and even our, our cross country course, we really prided ourselves on running the hills, the Canyon, um, those, <laughs> the certain levels, right. Yeah, you had yeah. to do. The upper level and the Canyon mile. Yeah. We have some notorious runs from our, the days of our youth. Yeah. And it's fun because it, um, it's kind of like a sneaky way to get fast is by running hills. Like you don't mm. think you're running fast or you look at your clock and it's, you know, not anything inspiring, but, uh, you're putting your body through, uh, through a good little test there. So yeah, hills are good. We're as Bay area people and San Francisco, Oakland residents can't be afraid of hills. So give yeah. them a shot. Yeah. Uh, we even had some trails in our own backyard up in five canyons that I oh, used to love running up to the I, firehouse and back. Yeah. That wasn't a trail, but that was a hill on a hill. Oh yeah. man. No, that, there's actually a trail like from down by my parents' house that goes down and around yep. Don Castro and back. Yeah. And that one is like a little, it's a little short, like two and a half mile run, but it's, it's fun. It's interesting. Yeah. You're running around a little uh, reservoir and, did you encounter any animals? You know, on that one, I never. Re- oh, actually, sometimes some some lizards. I remember some, some cows. Wow. Some cow- <laughs> Come some cows out in the hills and stuff. I don't know. If it was like private property, probably. But. Yeah. Once you get up there, there there are some up there. Yeah. Uh, and there's some some emus way at the top of the hill. Well, it, oh wow. <laughs> they're on they're on a farm. So I don't oh know. The, uh, okay. yeah yeah I know exactly what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. Some of the things that you'll you'll witness when you get outside the city streets. No. Yeah, go go hit those suburban hills, guys. You never know what you're gonna find. <laughs> Emus. <laughs> yeah. So speaking of back in the day, for those of you that don't know, Tim and I actually went to high school together, and Tim was a member of the student government. And I actually wanted to ask you if those experiences, both in high school and in college how they help have helped you on your career path thus far. Yeah, I thought I thought about that the other day because you, know, you think of high school politics yeah. or yeah. Yeah, like, things like that. Does that actually like, set you up for success? Who cares, like, right? Um, <laughs> you know, I think it's funny though because I look at that and I, I remember when I had my most fun in those roles and it was planning a, an assembly for, yeah. you know, we went to a pretty big size high school, like just under 3,000. And me running around the football field with a microphone and how much fun and how stupid that was. And it was, but it was really like, I felt like I thrived in that role and look at today, like, I'm planning a big event for all yeah, these people, thousands of and people. I'm talking too much on a microphone. It's, <laughs> it's like, wow, weird. Um, but I think, yeah, getting, getting a taste for events certainly was, was, um, a big part of that experience, which I really liked. And I, I think helped me grow. Um, and then I think also, you know, as Castro high was somewhat of a, of a rich, diverse high school and uh, yeah, being, sure. you know, sort of a representative body of a diverse group. You almost like the, a little mini version of the Bay area. You could say yeah. like, impressive for yeah. like being a little suburb. Right. Yeah. And, um, and I think one thing that I often took from that was that you really needed to be receptive of feedback from a yes. lot of different people and to be able to implement that feedback in creative ways in terms of solutions. <laughs> mm-hmm. And I think I took that wherever I did. I mean, we had an example where some folks were very uh, kind of activist driven 
and they wanted to boycott the Sadie Hawkins dance because they thought <laughs> it was sexist and homophobic. Mm. Oh, and it was like a very sensitive topic yeah. and a lot of high school kids weren't really ready. Do they ready. still have those? Do they still have Sadie Hawkins? Exactly, right? Kind of ahead of its time. This was yeah. in 2004 or something yeah, like that. I, I remember it. Yeah. And it was weird because you had a, a faction of the student population that you know were really passionate about that cause. And then you had a faction that were like, hey, we just want to listen to Barbie girl and, and freak dance. Like, um, it's, and so, uh, you know, just kind of weighing all those things. It was, it was a really cool experience and lifelong friends. I mean, yeah, the vice yeah. president of the school, Michael Cini, him and I are best buddies. I was the best man at his wedding. Um, you know, that, that was a really cool part of it too. Yeah, I mean, I definitely similar kind of thing too. Like I did like leadership and stuff like that and always yeah. help with events. And yeah, a lot of those guys are still my friends these days. And it definitely helps when, like you said, especially with diversity, look at your events now. Like you have people who only run one time a year at this turkey try compared to experts. How do you make it enjoyable for everybody and still run, you know, smoothly, you know? So yeah, it's a lot of cool lessons to learn when, even when you maybe didn't realize you were learning those things back then, you know, but being able to apply them now is always nice. Yeah, it's nice when you get to do something that you're really passionate about and you're given the opportunity to take those skills to the next level. And now, look, you're like running the city for a day, you know? Yeah. It's pretty cool. Shutting yeah. down roads. It seems simple, but it's not. There's a lot of details behind the curtain there. But um, yeah, it's, it's cool. We're catering to a huge demographic. We want that super aggressive runner that's mm -hmm. trying to qualify for Boston. We want them winning our race. Yeah. And we also want someone that thinks running sucks and has a 0.0 <laughs> sticker on their car. We want them to come out too and have a good time. Yeah. Um, and no matter you know what gender uh, you identify with or race, ethnicity, we want it to be a safe, fun environment mm -hmm. for everybody. And I think we're, um, we're doing a good job with that right now. Nice. I mean, since you've been doing it since like 2017, uh, um, under, with this with this company, do you get anybody that comes up to you guys like, you know, that was the first time I ever did a race, like say the Turkey Trial, but now I follow your clubs and I'm like part of the bigger community? Yeah, totally. Um, the Bay Bridge half was kind of a cool one that I think people that weren't really into running, they were like, wow, I drive over that yeah. big, beautiful white bridge every day that'd be kind of cool to run over it. Mm. So that was like a lot of people's first big half marathon. That's awesome that it, it got to be through through the lens of, of our events. Nice. Um, and I think that, you know, that first experience, whether it's running a race, whether it's having pizza, whether it's, <laughs> you know, um, conquering something, that first time is kind of, you know, you, you chase that dragon, mm. if you will, or you, yeah. you always want to live that experience up and the first time's a great time. So whether it's your first time or whether it's your hundredth time, um, we want to be that place for you. Yeah, it's really cool. And speaking of first times, I still haven't even set foot on that, that bridge yet on the walking path. Man. It's awesome. Uh, and it's yeah. open every day That's and wild. it's not as touristy as a Golden Gate Bridge. <laughs> yeah. You don't have to avoid, you yeah. don't have to avoid a cyclist. It's wider too, so it's a little mm. safer. Um, awesome weather, great lookouts. Mm. It's sick. Yeah, and hopefully one day 
there's a pedestrian park connecting Treasure Island oh, to yeah. the city. San Francisco side. And you can Heck just yeah. do one do big, I mean, maybe we turn it into the marathon one day. Yeah, be that awesome. would be very be cool. Yeah, the Bay Bridge needs more love, man. You know what I mean? Like, I don't even know the last time I went over the Golden yeah. Gate, let alone. Yeah, I would say, is that. it a more trafficked bridge than the Golden Gate? I, I, I want to say it is. I want to yeah, say, so. like, say, say more people connecting. over that yeah. than the Golden Gate. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. We have to do that. We're going to have to go across there. Not as many people holding up GoPros, though, yeah. as they're driving over it. But it, it warrants that. It's beautiful. Yeah, for yeah. yeah definitely. Yeah, I remember the first time that thing opened. I think I had recently moved back from Los Angeles, and mm. it had just opened. And I was like, I drove across it on the first day. Just oh, nice. I was like, you know what? I'm going to just... I just by myself too. Yeah, like, like whatever. You know, I'm gonna drive over this thing because I've been driving over the other one for mm-hmm. the the whole for whole life before yeah, then, yeah, you know. Exactly. And that thing still is very beautiful. And then once they hooked up the lights on the opposite side, the San Francisco side, it really just kind of completed the yeah. the whole aesthetic. It certainly helped too with the success of the Warriors oh, yeah. right around mm-hmm. that time. He probably people outside the bay saw the warriors logo and was like oh that's the golden gate bridge right yeah. there from san francisco <laughs> or the bay area yes and i think probably as it got you know the warrior story got to be told on a nationwide level as you know we're winning championship after mm-hmm. championship yeah. it's like no that's the bay bridge and they you know cut away to yeah. those cool shots of yep. it lit up at night uh so it certainly um didn't hurt that uh the dubs were doing their thing mm-hmm. as kind of it was it, it uh it opened up yeah, the Dubs got all kinds of crazy logos this year, and I think they have like six or different ones six to out. eight different jersey variants. Yeah. yeah, what's your favorite? I think still the town logo. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah for <laughs> sure. the, the new Bay one is is kind of cool. Yeah, the Bay one's cool. Yeah. Not a fan of the original San Francisco, just because it was like our most boring one. It's cool to see that as the, they were just yeah. wearing yeah. it the other day. And but I, you I know. did go to the Chase Center for the first time a couple weeks ago. Great experience. And I need to go. It's 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 awesome. Yeah, yeah, it was actually very easy to get to. Yeah, um, easier than I thought it would be. Just takes a long time. I used to be one Bart stop away from, <laughs> from Oracle, from and Oakland, now yeah. I'm like a few, uh, like a little something. Yeah, like eight stops and a Muni <laughs> ride. So mm-hmm. A little bit a little more different. of a hassle to get there, but I'm still a fan. Did people? Do you think people from Oakland will be? anti the team now that they left or the, the Warriors are still the base team? I've, I've heard a few people from Oakland say that it's just well and they're they're kind of right like it's the vibe is going to be different in that building yeah. and, the, and not as many Oakland fans are going to make the trek across the bay yeah. to go see the team play anymore and that, the, it's going to become largely a San Francisco fan base and largely a sad to say a corporate fan base because yeah. tickets are very expensive and not everybody can afford some of these, you know, yeah. uh, I mean, the one thing prices. I will say, at least they've always been kind of golden state for quite a long time. So they can kind of rally off that, but yeah, it's a change. It's an adjustment for sure. But, but yeah, the whole experience getting there, very cool. There's like a little food truck uh, area along the way. I forgot what it's called. It's a Spark Social? Yes. Yeah. Yes. There mini golf there mm-hmm. and yeah, just going along the bay and the dog patch over there. It's it's a nice view and it's a different part of the city than a lot of people are familiar with. Mm-hmm. So, I can see the the growth already. Yeah. But I miss I miss them. Well, they've been kind of cursed since they've left. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, that's that's yeah. at least, man. 
But at least you've got to forge a relationship with the Bay Area team or the, the Oakland team that is choosing to stay that is rooted, here in Oakland. Rooted in yes. Oakland. Yes, sir. So that's very cool. And I know that their office is actually, what, like right across the courtyard over yeah. here or something? Yeah. So that had to uh, be, be nice to be able to just go and knock on their door and be like, hey, guys. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Would you are. like to partner with us? It was yeah. pretty cool because as part of that Oak Run Co. launch, we, um, you know, somehow through, through our connections with the A's got to interview the president, Dave Cabell, um, mm. about what running means to him. And oh, he wow. talked about how, nice. you know, he loves to fit in a lunch run and run down here in Jacqueline and square and what, uh, something like running does for the community as much as, you know, fan sports are awesome. And we all go to cheer on a certain team, the difference of having something at the participatory level is just so much i think more gratifying i mean a lot of times in sports we say we right like yeah, you know, we're, we're on the team, team right yeah. like yeah. man if we didn't boot that ball at third you know we'd, we'd be in the playoffs still but um but you know running is truly you get to experience that and you get to also be on the same playing field, if you will, as the elites, right? And a lot of times we actually try to do this with our Oaktown half course. We purposely wanted to have runners going out and coming back on the same street so Mm. that the back of the Packers got to see that elite runner come through and cheer them on and inspire them. And, you know, having that sort of the mixing of of all the different types of people out there uh, is a really cool thing that, you only find in something like running mm-hmm. especially like a massive wave like that just all that energy coming down these streets you know like just vibing off each other man mm-hmm. so what are some of the future goals that you guys he- have here at uh, mascot sports i think you know we are still so new in terms of what we're doing here that there's oh. a lot more room to grow and that can be kind of looked at it a couple of different ways one, our individual events still have room to grow. I want the turkey trot to be top five in the nation, biggest mm-hmm. turkey trots. It can happen. I mean, California caters to a large demo. Uh, Sacramento and San Jose, I believe, are already some of the biggest in the nation. Yeah. So people turn out, especially if we can get San Francisco folks to come and run with us on Thanksgiving Day. Mm-hmm. That would be a really Amazing. great way to to um, to expand upon that event. Um, and then things like the Bay Bridge, uh, we capped it this year at 1500 and sold it out. Um, but this year we're actually going to provide the opportunity for more people to do it by having waves of runners go wow. through so that it doesn't get backed up on the bridge, but more people get to participate. So there's room to grow that event, for example. Uh, our Oaktown Half and 5K, we're actually adding a beer fest component with 13 local east bay breweries as part of the finish line party uh and i think that would be that's going to be a cool way to get some more folks involved in that one so there's that and then i think mascot you know as a company we would love to grow in terms of our personnel and team um you know we are small three people uh Mm -hmm. full time but then when it comes to be an event weekend we have an awesome team that we swell to to produce Mm -hmm. these events I would love to have an office where all those people are here full time Mm -hmm. because they're great at what they do. And I'd love for them to do what they do on a yearly level and really just grow upon our family here because I think we've created a really cool culture that um, is 
really optimal for success. So I want to grow that. Um, and then who knows? Um, I want to have a race one day that starts and finishes inside the Oakland A's new ballpark <laughs> right here at yeah. Jack London. Yeah. Cause they've done similar oh, yeah. things at, at uh, Oracle Park now, right? Yeah, uh, yeah, SF, yeah. insert name here. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, no, no, yeah, the Giant Race is a yeah. great event, mm. and people love that. And it, it helped, too, that the Giants were in their doing winning ways doing, kind yeah. of at the beginning of, those, <laughs> the, the beginning of that event. Um, but that it's an awesome scene. I've been there on the field. People are finishing. Uh, we can do that in here, here in Oakland, um, with the new stadium would love to be a part of that. Yeah. I'll definitely partake if, uh, you put that one on. Will you slide into home or stand up? <laughs> oh man, I'm a slider. There you go. All, all day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So let me get this calf back. I'm good, man. I, I really, I really would love to join the Turkey trot, but I, I think that's a little premature on, on my calf there. Before we start to sign off, I want to ask you about uh, some of your favorite brands, perhaps, because we've been talking a lot about brands lately and mm. longevity. What are your, some of your go-to uh, like running brands? Oh, well, I just got them for a run today, so I'm evaluating everything. Um, well, one, Garmin. I got to have my watch. Mm. Um, running, you don't really need that many pieces of equipment, which makes it so great. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But if I don't have my GPS watch, I feel kind of naked out there. So I do like that. Um, from a sports drink, um, Noon, I really like in terms of its um, – it's cleanliness as a sports drink. There's one gram of sugar. It's very minimal in terms of ingredients. It's very portable. It comes in tablet form. You just drop it in your water. Mm. Um, so I like that a lot. Um, Gooders, I like, I like their sunglasses. Um, they're running sunglasses. They have great marketing. If you haven't checked them out, oh, no, whoever their copywriter is, is, mm. um, is gifted <laughs> with wordplay, uh, but they make a cool, fun product. I think, I think they make a Thanksgiving pair. So hopefully okay. people will, will check those out and maybe go. wear them to, to, the to the Turkey trot. Um, and then running shoes. I like to switch it up. I mean, yeah. and, um, you know, especially different surfaces you're running on. Maybe, you know, you yeah. have a trail shoe. Mm. I got a Nike trail shoe that I like a lot, but then I'm wearing a Brooks on the road or I have a Saucony pair on right now. So try to switch it up. And, um, I think that's good too, to kind of, in terms of, your physiology to wear different shoes because it makes your muscles work in different yeah. ways. I think that's actually one thing that I need to evaluate with my current calf injury is trying mm. a new pair of shoes because I switch it up and I was just wearing that one pair for yeah. a while. So I think I need to give another pair a shot and see if they support my leg in a different way. Yeah. It doesn't tighten up in that one weird spot. Totally. And that's what's cool about those running stores that and, you know, if you want to score a deal, I'm sure you go on Amazon or whatever and you can find a really good deal. But there is value in going to a running shoe store, trying on some different stuff. They have trained people that, I mean, yeah. I've gone to, you know, certain stores where you can run on a <laughs> treadmill. They'll analyze how your, you know, how your footfalls you are going on there mm -hmm. and be able to recommend certain good shoes. So, um, yeah, invest some invest yeah. some time and a little bit of money in a good pair of running shoes and you're going to enjoy that experience heck of a lot more. Yeah, well, that's what they say. Invest in the things that are between you and the ground. You know, mm -hmm. it's your shoes, your tires, yeah. and your bed. Your bed. All right, there yeah. it is. I like that. Yeah, so don't skimp on your running shoes, people. You can, you can <laughs> hurt yourself. Trust me, I know. <laughs> 
So now is a good time to go into a segment that we like to call support quality. And I just want to ask you about something that has been quality in your life lately. That could be a person, a place, a thing, a process, but something that has uh, been quality for you. Mm, it's been quality for me. I think, you know, recently family um, has been a big source of quality for me. So I just moved. Um, and uh, moved into a place here in Jacqueline Square. Mm. And it's been sort of a crazy process because I bought a condo in North Oakland that was supposed to close in August of 2018. And I'm still waiting on it. Mm. Wow. And it's been sort of a, a <laughs> emotional oh, process to I kind of imagine. like have that up, like, oh yeah. my gosh, I'm gonna be a home buyer. Yeah. This is the American dream or whatever. And then be like, well, no, not maybe not. Um, and so my family's been really supportive and helpful for me. Um, like my family and I helped move uh, my girlfriend and I this past weekend, just just us, just the family. And um, it's such a cool supportive unit. And when you're just on your knees, dead tired and exhausted from moving, the fact that you know my mom can can hit us up and host a family dinner and and bring people together, I think that's been a really quality piece for me. That um, not everyone is as lucky to have have all of their family and have all their family so close to them mm -hmm. as I am, and so um, really lucky every day for them. It's really nice to hear, man. It's it's always nice to come from a really supportive family unit. Not everybody does get that privilege to be so close and you ever take your family out on the on the trails out on the runs <laughs> it's funny my brother is the real athlete in the family he ran in college <laughs> and now i i can't even get him to go to east bay beer runners like, <laughs> like I, I lure him like, with, there's beer at the yeah, end <laughs> like, we can finish at field work brewing like it's gonna be awesome um yeah i have not i have not ran with my family my dad used to participate um in some of our events back in the day he participated in the livermore valley half marathon mm -hmm. which is pretty cool and i'm trying to get my family to participate in the turkey trot um but at least uh my girlfriend's family who's going to go. come and visit they are signed up for oh, the turkey yes. trot there so nice. hopefully we can guilt my family at thanksgiving <laughs> dinner and be like, like well everyone's gonna medal. be pretty freaking cool yeah, everybody's gonna shirt. have them at them yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah only this only extra piece of pumpkin pie for people that you know finished yep. <laughs> today so you know it's gonna go to these folks well, Tim, thank you so much for having us here at your office down here at Jacqueline and Square. Mm -hmm. uh, where can the people find you and Mascot Sports online? Yeah, I think uh, check out the new site. Um, it's oakrunco.com, O-A-K-R-U-N-C-O.com. We're doing some great things on there. You'll find out about all our events. You'll find out about where to run in Oakland. Um, and you'll certainly be able to find out how to sign up for our turkey trot on Thanksgiving, that's the oakrunco.com. Yeah, go earn that <laughs> So that's it. The uh, turkey trot is coming up. This uh, podcast will go live before Thanksgiving. Mm, we'll put all the links so, to that. Yeah. Go sign up and earn that pie. But, uh, yeah, I'm going to nurse myself back into running condition and hopefully get out to one of your events sooner than later. But until then, you can follow my training chronicles <laughs> at mr Beatty on instagram yep i'm at young man old souls and together we're at quality goods tv and 
on that Instagram page, you can find links to all the rest of our stuff. YouTube. Yeah, all that. Merchandise. Pop sockets. I know you guys like pop sockets with your big ass phones. So <laughs> it's uh, hoodie season. We just got the hoodies. Yeah, we there. just got new hoodies, folks. Come Forty dollars on Amazon. Amazon Prime. It'll, it'll be there quick. So go get your hoodie, and then tune into the next episode of Quality Goods. Oh, and uh, we're gonna be giving away some merchandise very soon. So stay tuned. Until next time, we out.